Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Guess what? What? We went to see Harry Styles together. You're embarrassing me. Good. But yes, we did go see Harry Styles, and he and I did elope. Uh, I'm now doing this podcast as Mr. Matt Bella Styles. So, so mazel tov to me. Also, we saw Anna Winter, and I lost my shit a hundred times more for her than I did for him. You really did. I've never seen you react like that. It was just pure joy. I mean, that that was like seeing a god descend from, like, Mount Olympus. And she walked in, in sunglasses, stood unmoving for, like, 20 minutes, and then left. Incredible. And that was it. It's like she was never there. Anyway, we got a great show for you today, but not great if you're easily offended by my strong opinions about pizza. That's right. I've got some things to say about pizza, and either you agree with me or you can get the fuck out. But actually, don't stop listening. We need you. I need you. I just maybe don't need pizza. Okay? So, yeah. We're starting off with worst things first, where I tell you about some weird-ass news, like literal weird asses. We've talked about anal worms before. We very well could talk about it again, but we won't. After that, I'm inviting you on a slippery journey through the West Village. No, not at New York's hottest nightclubs. We're going on a pizza crawl. And it's slippery because pizza is unnecessarily greasy and because Barry is a klutz. And finally, I bring on a panel of experts to debate pizza from crust to toppings. We're getting deep into it, but not getting into deep dish. Got it? Good. So who are our panelists? We've got returning guest complainer and co-host of Who Weekly, the podcast, Lindsay Weber, and New York Times cooking editor, Emily Flyshaker in the stewed. We debate pizza and also they kind of bully me. So you can stick around for that, I guess. So grab a slice or don't. I don't care. Just keep listening. Let's go. Let's start the show. Get ready for your pizza palettes to be pounded. All right, worst things first. Let's get into some of the worst news of the week, other than pretty much everything happening in the world right now, because some shitty shit is going on, like child concentration camps. (sighs) So yeah, let's just acknowledge that. Call our Congress people. Not the best podcast to talk about. Uh -uh. Some actually shitty things. So let's talk about some funny, horrible news. First... A man in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, was arrested at a restaurant last week after he tried to pay for his meal using a credit card he stole from the waitress. What? (laughs) Imagine you're a waitress and you're like, thank you for uh, your payment, sir. And then you open it up and it's your credit card (laughs) that got stolen from your purse that you left in your car a week ago. Because that's what happened. Police said they found other items on the guy that had been in the waitress's purse when it was stolen from her car at a nearby gas station while she was inside, including her social security card and driver's license. Okay, first of all, don't carry on your social security card not to victim blame this waitress. But secondly, wouldn't... Yeah, you fucking idiot! (laughs) Wouldn't you, as the person who robbed 
robbed the car, I feel like I would at least write down or commit to memory the cars that I'm stealing from. (laughs) I have a feeling it's one of those like weird serial killer type things where like you secretly want people to know of your Mm. crime. He just thought he was so slick going to go and get an omelet. No, no. Have fun in jail, sir. (laughs) That's that's my catchphrase. (laughs) I get scared when, like, my mom used to give me her credit card to go, like, fill the car with gas. I'd be like, no, they're going to see that I'm not you. Not this guy. Mm -mm. So good for him. (sighs) Speaking of going to hell, the Vatican officially... (laughs) I don't know. Horrible (laughs) transition. The Vatican officially used the term LGBT for the first time in its history in a paper examining the Catholic Church's relationship uh, to young people. (laughs) Complicated complicated issue in the church. So they they wrote this paper, they, I don't even know, the Vatican, where they quote, some LGBT youth are looking to benefit from greater closeness and experience greater care by the church. This comes days after the Pope gave unscripted remarks where he says, it is painful to say this today, et cetera, et cetera, but the family as man and woman in the image of God is the only one. Oops. So mixed messages, happy pride from the Pope, typical gay. First he likes you, then he doesn't like you. What is happening? I feel like I'm getting whiplash from the fucking Pope. Okay, sir. Your dress is giving me mixed messages to begin with. Next, uh, a Philadelphia Phillies fan was sent to the hospital bloodied and bruised after the Philly fanatic, the giant green monster bird mascot, shot her... Shot her in the face with a hot dog fired from a hot dog cannon. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I don't know, at some point in the baseball game, this giant bird monster gets on a truck that has a hot dog cannon attached to it and fires hot dogs. And he accidentally shot one directly at this woman's face. And she said the hot dog, which was wrapped in duct tape, hit her like a ton of bricks, knocking her glasses (laughs) right off her head. (laughs) (laughs) And she had to be taken away to the hospital for a scan of her brain to make sure she didn't stop her concussion. (laughs) Can you imagine getting rolled into the hospital and the doctors are like, what's wrong? And you're like, shot in the face by a fucking hot dog. That is 100% an injury that would happen to you. That is a dream scenario for you. Honestly, yeah. A hard wiener in the face. (laughs) Most obvious joke. Speaking of Philly, if you want me to shoot you in the face with my hard wiener, you can come to our live Unhappy Hour podcast show happening in Philadelphia July 1st at the Trocadero Theater. Tickets are available right now. You can go to mattbellicide.com slash tour or just fucking Google it. We will not assault you. Next. This story was kind of all over the place, but we'll talk about it here. Burger King apologized. Did you see this? I actually did not. Burger King apologized after an advertisement in Russia promised women a lifetime supply of free Whoppers and $47,000 if they managed to get pregnant with a child fathered by a World Cup soccer player. (laughs) This was like an official Burger King advertisement in Russia. Sorry, I know it's not good to be speechless on a podcast, but I don't know how to react to this. (laughs) Honestly, I'm upset. That I'm not eligible for it. Right. Because A, gays are illegal in Russia. (laughs) And B, I'm not Russian. So that sucks. According to the ad, the prize was for girls who managed to get the best football genes and lay down the success of the Russian national football team. (laughs) Is this state sponsored? No, it's Burger King sponsored. Everything's state sponsored in Russia. I just watched Icarus. Well, according to the Russian state Duma leader, which I feel like is their like house majority leader type person, mm-hmm. he said it is a very stupid campaign from the hellish people of the fast food chain. So he's not a fan. Oh, yeah. No, that's super capitalist. I feel like that's personally offensive to me. That hellish fast food people. That's you're talking about my family. 
Also, my controversial opinion, if I'm shitting out shitty opinions during this entire episode, is that Burger King is the best fast food chain. You know, I actually don't. bun! And their fries are way better than any other fries. How am I supposed to wake up in the morning and remember that I had a Whopper in bed if I don't find a bunch of sesame seeds stuck to my back? They're doing you a favor. Thanks. Honestly, yeah. I'm just, I'm upset that I'm not eligible because I would take this challenge. Not only do you win some booty, you win some burgers. And that's something we can all get behind. And finally, rest in peace, Coco the Gorilla. R.I.P. Gone but not forgotten. Never. 46 years young. According to officials, her body will be shot into space. What? (laughs) Wait, no. No. But I would love that. (laughs) I wish. And that's it for Worst Things First. Next up, I make a declaration so fucked up, you might want to elect me president of the United States. So get ready for that. Next. Pizza. Slices. Clam. Pepperoni. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. We are outside of some fucking pizza place. I have no idea. There's a lot on the agenda. It's early for pizza. Actually, it's not. It's noon. It's pizza time. All right, so today's episode of Unhappy Hour is all about pizza. And there is no better way to experience pizza than by putting it inside of you. The second way of enjoying it, obviously, is by putting yourself inside of it. Because remember... A calzone is just a pizza flashlight. Now, I have some controversial opinions about pizza, namely that a calzone is a pizza flashlight. Secondly, are you ready for it? It's that pizza is just not that great. I said it. I'll say it again. It's just okay. It's good. It's cheesy. It's greasy. It's got all you can ask for in a food, but it's just not enough to be great. I don't want to marry it. I would take pizza on a date. I'd pay for it. I'd take it home after and make sweet, passionate love to it. But I wouldn't run away to Vegas and elope with it. You know what I'm saying? People talk about pizza like it abolished slavery. It didn't. Abraham Lincoln kind of did. So, in the tradition of unhappy hour, when I dislike something, I get forced to binge it until I can't possibly hate it anymore. You're welcome. So here we are. We open on me standing on a sidewalk at noon on a recent rainy Wednesday in New York City, about to embark on the cheeseful, the doughful, the sauceful New York City Pizza Crawl 2K18. All right. We're at stop one, Danino's. In Greenwich Village, a.k.a. Gay Town, USA. It's rainy and disgusting, and we're sitting on a sidewalk because it's New York City, and there's no outside. It's just inside and then the street. Danino's is not a slice place, but it is an iconic New York pizza institution. It's actually based in Staten Island, and I haven't... All right, I don't know what the fuck Barry is talking about, nor do I care... But I do know Danino's is not a slice place, but it is an iconic New York pizza institution. It's actually based in Staten Island. For our first slice, we wanted to go with something classic and also something number one. Unfortunately, at Danino's, the reported best slice is the clam slice, rated the number one clam slice in all of New York City, where everything kind of tastes like fish to begin with. For a brief moment, I hold out hope that clam pizza does not actually have clam on it, just like LaCroix does not actually have fruit in it. It's just like if a fruit whispered into my water. We are are just going to do a clam pizza. Is there actual clam on it? No, right? It is, it is, it is, it is. All right, we'll do one of those. We got a big pizza here. Wow. There we go. Great room. Thank you. All right. Um, please uh, verbalize verbalize the facial expression you just made. It smells like a vagina. <laughs> and I don't like that there are chunks of what look like chicken, but I know they're not chicken. If you just told me it was chicken, I'd be better. But I can see I can see chunks. 
meat chunks that I know came from a fucking shell. Are we ready? We diving in? Ooh. It is solid slice. It doesn't droop. Oh yeah, that's good. I'm pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant. That's 100% accurate. You are definitely lactose intolerant. I should note, not only am I lactose intolerant, but I'm also pretty sure I have a shellfish allergy, which I'm totally fine with because shellfish are basically the bugs of the sea. But I'm forcing myself to eat bugs anyway for your pleasure. You're welcome, you sons of bitches. If I die, it's in the name of pizza. It tasted like a thin, crispy, delicious slice of garlic bread if it had been fucked in the ass by a clam. So, 9 out of 10. Now, I should say, one of the reasons I wouldn't sell my soul for pizza is because it's like the most basic good food imaginable. It's like a plain chocolate bar. I love some chocolate, but I'm not just going to get a plain chocolate bar and chomp into it. <sighs> Same thing with pizza. People lose their goddamn minds over it, and it's like, congrats! You enjoy bread and cheese, you fucking basic-ass bitch. So, to its credit, the clam pizza was more exciting than your standard plain slice, even though it was trying to kill me in my vulnerable esophagus. We are done. I'm full of clam. My throat is only slightly closing up. We're heading to the next spot, which is artichoke. Artichoke me, daddy. <laughs> we saunter down the street full of clam and cheese to our next stop, Artichoke Pizza, where we order the signature slice. We're at Artichoke Pizza and we're getting an artichoke pizza. Can we get one slice of the artichoke? Like Danino's, Artichoke Pizza's signature slice is a little different. In this case, it's a monstrosity loaded with spinach cream sauce covered in artichoke hearts and a blend of cheeses. It's literally one foot by one foot. Oh my God, I have to use two hands and shovel it in my mouth. Oh, it's so good. It's very heavy. I do feel like I'm just swallowing, like, a plate of cream. It's like I opened up a cream of spinach can and just drank it. Four out of ten. Five. But that's only slice two, and I'm already feeling like I've eaten an entire pizza delivery boy and his thick cream sauce. Aww. But we're not done yet, no. Next, we waddle over to Joe's Pizza for one of the most classic slices of pizza, your typical New York slice. It's greasy, it's floppy, it shouts, I'm walking here! If you get in its way, it's gorgeous. We're at Joe's Pizza, and there's, like, fucking kids and shit. I don't... Don't open a pizza place if you're going to allow children inside of it, okay? This is adult food. Thanks. Can I get uh, one slice of pepperoni, please? Uh, nope. Do you? Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Do you guys Pizza. Four dollars, including tax. That's outrageous. I know. New York, the price of rent, the price of your slice. Oh, you're eating the pizza. Mm. Oh my god, I can see the grease coming through your teeth. Honestly, this one's the best one we've had so far. I mean, yeah, it's just their standard slice. But like, you know what it's got nothing on? Sabaros. Who are you, your mother? Yeah. My mom thinks Sabaros is the best pizza ever. And you know what? She's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it like a pizza 9 out of 10, which is like a regular 3 out of 10. I'm getting a pizza headache. 
I mean, I probably have had, all told, less than two slices. <laughs> but I still feel gross. Next, we are going to John's. Why are all of these pizza places named after basic-ass men? Full of slices, we decide to skip John's because there are too many pizza places named after old Italian dudes with names that are synonyms for a toilet. John. And instead, we go to Roberta's, which is uptown in a very bumpy car ride away, which is especially upsetting considering that my stomach is full of hot grease and curdled cheese. And for all you purists out there, we're aware that there is a Bushwick location, okay? But we are under a time constraint, so yeah, we went to the one uptown. Don't give a shit. We Just know about Bushwick. Just let me Bushwick. eat whatever pizza I want. Roberta's Pizza is our last stop and it is located inside of a food court. Half the people here are in like sweater vests. The reason why I wanted to come to this Roberta's is because they still have the bee sting on the menu, which is my favorite Roberta's pizza and it has hot honey on it, which is so good. I should know at this point that I haven't even eaten that much pizza from a pure volume standpoint, but the combination of sauces and cheeses and doses in my stomach is a disastrous science experiment waiting to happen. Somewhere in an alternate universe, there's a tiny chemistry student at a science fair with my face on a cardboard display explaining how mixing certain pizzas causes an explosive chemical reaction. And you know what? That kid's going to win first place because she is absolutely right. Honestly, I need someone else to just order it and put it in front of me because after that car drive, I feel like vomiting. Yeah, I feel like vomiting and then napping in my own vomit. Because my stomach is full of cream and marinara sauce and grease, pepperoni, spinach, artichoke, clam. You're making me nauseous. <laughs> and now I'm going to eat hot honey, apparently. <laughs> Just fucking order it. Let's do it. We order one of Roberta's most famous slices, the spicy honey soprasada slice, a.k.a. the bee sting. For being Italian, you really don't pronounce things fun. Soprasata! There we go. Okay, so now we're sitting. We got our Roberta's pizza in front of us. Matt, tell us about it. Uh, I mean, when we open the box, it looks like an innocent pizza. But then I got a hot plume of honey smell right into my nostrils, which is not the smell that you want when you open a box of pizza. Just like a fumigated beehive invading my nostrils. It's very spicy for me. Oh my god. <clears throat> this one's spicier. Oh, it's so spicy for me. My virgin white throat. See, I, I rate the quality as a yay, but the taste is a nay. I just don't need this honey flavor on my pizza. It's like someone accidentally dropped a pizza in a puddle of honey and then decided to sell it for $13. It tastes like if Winnie the Pooh came on a piece of pepperoni and then shoved it on my pizza. I feel like the first pizza would be my favorite if it didn't have clam on it. I mean, Roberta's is my favorite. But, like, when it comes to a slice, like, Joe's Pizza is so fucking good. Like, that's, that's the one that I enjoyed the most. I can't think about pizza anymore. I need to go drink juice, something green, possibly even force myself to eat a salad. Just assure my system that things won't be like this forever. I'm going to be sweating grease for like a week. Full of pizza and prepared for death, we decided to call our pizza crawl a success and move on with our lives. My opinion on pizza remains unchanged. It's a perfectly okay food that checks all my boxes, but it doesn't give me butterflies in my stomach, which is what I want out of a food. Unless butterflies are what you call the intense, volatile pain of lactose intolerance. But our conversation about pizza is not over yet. And sure, maybe my opinion will change because next up we have a debate over pizza with two esteemed pizza specialists, Lindsay Weber and Emily Flyshaker. Stay tuned after this break. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Did you know that Casper has three mattress models? There's the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential. And it's shipped for free right to your door in the U.S. and Canada in one of those boxes that's like, wait, what? My beautiful mattress somehow fits in there? But boy, oh boy, does it. Now that I have my Casper mattress, I barely leave it. Here's a list of things I do in my bed. Eat nighttime cereal. Read entire books of poetry. Watch TV on my tiny phone screen under my sheets like a fort. And have sweet, sweet dreams. But the best part... You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. After all, you spend a third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. And if you're like me, you spend four quarters of your time on your mattress. You can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com unhappy and using unhappy at checkout. That's casper.com slash unhappy, offer code unhappy for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the first ever Unhappy Hour panel. And today's topic is one of the most important topics to my heart. It's the bastardized meal of my people, the Italians. A simple mix of dough, sauce, and cheese. We're talking pizza. And here to debate it, from the ingredients in it to the toppings atop it, our enterprise strategy editor for the New York Times cooking section, Emily Flyshaker, and writer, podcaster, co-host of Who Weekly, reprise Unhappy Hour guest, and certified pizza lover, Lindsay Weber. Welcome, Emily and Lindsay. Hi. Hello. Certified. Certified. Phoenix, yeah. University of Phoenix. <laughs> yes. So you know they give out certifications for pizza loving. Exactly. We are surrounded by pizza also. So we're all we're all technically pizza experts in the moment. Um can you each just introduce yourselves with your, your name and your ideal piece of pizza? My name is Emily. And my ideal piece of pizza is a classic New York regular slice. Okay. From anywhere in particular? Probably Joe's. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Lindsay, and I also like a classic slice, but because you already said the classic slice, I got to say right now the slice that I'm really feeling is the Prince Street like deep dish pepperoni slice the famous like you go in there and like Jonathan Chebin's on the walls like you're really in hell but the pizza is so worth it and it's deep dish yeah it's like what do you call it? it's deep dish kind of but not Chicago deep it's great it's grandma style what right do you call right it? Okay. Grandma style. I think you're thi- are you is it square yeah okay that's Sicilian that's what I mean okay. yes thank you grandma yeah, yeah. is a kind of Sicilian grandma is usually thank god you're thinner. here <laughs> This is all I know. Grandma, not deep. I just think of it like it's like the crust is like really chewy, really kind of yes. cakey, like yeah. Spumoni Gardens, like my other favorite slice of pizza. That's what it's I'm It's a little feeling. thicker, the crust. It's a little chewier, a little doughier. You get a lot more. I do. Like, to me, the ideal pizza is like I'm, I'm drunk. It's like two in the morning. I'm on the street. I, you find a piece, like a piece of pizza on the ground, and like that is the ideal piece of pizza for me, like and the ideal moment to eat it. I should also clarify. So we're now talking about deep dish. I don't care about like I love deep dish. It's just a different food. We're talking New York pizza. Right, we're talking about yeah, like thin crust pizza in general. Deep dish pizza is a casserole. It's not really right. It's That's different. True. It's a cake. It's quite good. That's I love it. I will say like. I didn't appreciate pizza until I didn't have regular access to pizza. So I moved to L.A. for a year and a half, a terrible year and a half, because I didn't have access to pizza. Uh That wasn't the main reason I hated it. But there was something that I was taking for granted in having access to all this amazing pizza. How often do you— And not just access to—it's like, it's such a good, quick— meal. I was actually running late, shocker, to your live podcast. I'm pointing at Lindsay, Mm -hmm. to Lindsay's live podcast. Yes, the weekly live shows at the Bell House. And I was in 
uh, I was getting off the subway and thinking I didn't eat lunch. I also won't have eaten dinner by the end of the show, and I really want to drink a beer once I get there. What is the quickest thing that will be delicious, like really good, good enough that I'm willing to do the calories? And it was going to be a slice of pizza. I got two slices, two regular slices and a Coke, jumped in a taxi that then took me the 10 blocks to your podcast, had finished one slice. They let me walk into the bell house with my other slice of pizza. I stood in the back, ate my other slice of pizza with my Coke and was the happiest. I mean, I was so happy. It was the happiest moment. That's like the truest New York thing you've ever done. It's like that. Yeah. That succession of it makes you love New York with a slice of pizza. (laughs) But it is true. Like when you don't have a ton of money, when you're like low on funds and you want the biggest bang for your buck in terms of like food like New York is wonderful because you can get genuinely good cheap pizza the ingredients are inexpensive for people to make and they can do really high quality stuff with pizza my other controversial opinion is that pizza is not a meal it's not enough to be a meal it's even if you eat an entire pizza I still think it's like an appetizer wait that you're still hungry pizza yeah pizza is like chips and guac It's like a lead-in to a bigger meal. I don't think I'm going to argue with you on that because, like, sure, nutritionally, you should have some vegetables. What if you put a full salad on your pizza, though? Have you ever had a salad pizza? I actually have. They're kind of good. They're kind of good. There is one place in Williamsburg that has, like, all the crazy toppings. I love that. And I had, like, a Caesar salad slice of pizza. That is, no. You could put anything uh -uh. on a pizza. I would eat it. No. Which was kind of gross because it's, like, (laughs) wilted leaves. Yeah. You put too much stuff on a pizza, and then the crust can't get crispy. It ruins the pizza. Well, what if you make the slice, then you put the shit on it? No, that's not at all how... (laughs) cooking works. What? I want to eat a Caesar salad pizza is what I'm saying now. Let's talk about, so let's let's go through some topics. Let's talk specifically about crust. Okay. Emily, it sounds like crust is a very important part for you. It has to be a certain level of crispiness. I, if you don't eat crust, if you're the person who like chews it That's down to disgusting. the crust and then leaves it, you should, you belong in hell. You're a trash person. Yes. 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 I also think, you know, there's a special place in hell for the people who invented the cheese stuffed crust. Okay. Well, why? Because <laughs> it's just rude. Like, you don't need to add the gross. It's going to have to be, look, it's going to have to be like weird, gross cheese if it's going to melt in there and be in that crust. And it just takes away from the actual good slice of pizza with this weird thing we don't need. I just think, like, what a fun treat at the end of eating your slice to, like, have a cheese stick also. I, mean, I agree, but, but they, they don't just have a out, cheese stick. Yeah, like, they don't have come a good out. cheese stick. They're, like, idealized because they actually, in actuality, I've had this cheese stuff crust. It's not, like, a mozzarella stick. You want a mozzarella it stick. It is not a mozzarella <laughs> stick. All right. I will admit that I've all, I only know of it in theory and I have not had it. So, okay. So, well, you know. I don't know why this made me think of this, but... <laughs> I'm a big fan of drinking a glass of milk with pizza. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What are you trying are to you do? Are you making this up? I, That's fully gross. It's a thing. Too it's much a dairy. It's thing that people do. <laughs> yes, it is. Look First it all, up. That just a, gave me heartburn. Yeah. It's a controversial activity. You need like a lactate but pill I, with that. I always did it until someone was like, oh, it's just like curdling, like the acid from the sauce is just curdling the milk in your stomach, which is not how digestion works. No, it's not. It but that's always, not like, the right reason to it, give you. It's so just so like, funny. I don't know, the, like the smoothness of the dairy. <laughs> it's cheese. The, the thing you have to drink with pizza is something carbonated. A classic, a soda, a Diet Coke, a Coke, whatever. A, you gotta have that. Some people swear by a pizza and a beer. And a beer. I'm a pizza and a Coke person myself. Well, I love beer, but... I'm a pizza and a glass of 2%. <laughs> no. yeah, that's not a type <laughs> of person, like, No wonder you don't like <laughs> pizza. You. You're drinking milk pizza. <laughs> anyway, that's My just a weird God. fact about me. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Just proving your own <laughs> our point, I guess. You you have more opinions on crust. Yeah, I do because crust is the most important part of pizza, and so I think most places, if you're not getting a good piece of pizza, it's probably one of three things. It's going to be that the crust isn't good because they're not using the right flour, the oven's not hot enough, or the marinara sauce is not 
salty enough and oh. doesn't use high quality tomatoes. Or the third thing is going to be that the cheese is not high quality enough. If you just get like a really hot oven, use the right ratio of water to flour, you get enough salt and good tomato, tomato sauce, and pretty good quality cheese. You can make great So you don't believe in like the New York water versus other water stuff? No, I don't think there's merit to that. What about for bagels? I don't know. I'm just always curious. I still curious don't about that. think there's merit. To okay, that. I agree. I guess we covered we covered crust basically. Yeah, we want to talk about sauce. Sauce, yes. Yeah. Do you prefer a more like chunky sauce or like a thin sauce or like what is the right amount of sauce? Well, I prefer a thin sauce. The amount of sauce is actually one of the most complicated thing when you're trying to make pizza at home because if you add too much. The crust will get soggy and it won't cook properly and become crispy. But if you don't add enough, then you'll be like, where's my little extra marinara to dip this pizza in? Yeah. I like less sauce. I like more of like a cheesy bread situation. The sauce has to be the right balance, you know? uh, But sometimes the sauce can be like the linchpin, like the key to why it's so good. You're like, oh, there's something like sweet. The sauce is really sweet. sweet." Or or like, oh, my God, the oregano and then the sauce. Like, this is such a cool, delicious thing. And also, like, tomatoes are good for you. So, like, that's the good part for you on the pizza. (laughs) Is that what you're telling yourself? (laughs) Yes. You're eating pizza. You get that those antioxidants. In the basic, like, three (laughs) ingredients. Pizza. You know, yeah. your, your dough, cheese, and tomato. It's important. It is the healthiest it's one. It's the healthiest one. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk toppings? This is controversial, I think. Or do we want to go more? Toppings right. what what takes your appetizer into a meal, I think. True. But I still don't think this appetizer <laughs> thing is bullshit, though. I, I've i also used pizza as, like, a utensil for eating other things. Like, like what? Pasta, like... I order like a baked pasta, but then like get a side of a slice of pizza and then like shovel it into my mouth. That's crazy. What are you I mean, doing? I totally, I totally respect like crunching up chips onto your sandwich or putting like, French yeah. fries. Emily's in not a, a judgy chocolate food person, shake, but you're insane. Um, or French fries inside of a burger, but. Using pizza as a utensil <laughs> to scoop up other food is so special. Thank you. I I like the choice of word there. You, sh- you shocked her to her core. She doesn't even have a reaction. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about toppings. And then we have actual pizza in the studio that I have been smelling for the past like four hours. And we can so go- it's fresh, is what you're saying. <laughs> go through. So we have a ham and pineapple. Uh, what looks like buffalo chicken, classic cheese. We have pepperoni. Sausage, and then um, something that's thoroughly fucked with vegetables that already looks unpleasant. So let's go through some of these toppings, talk about what belongs on pizza, what does not belong on pizza. Let's start with this veggie slice. I mean, personally, like, mushrooms are not a food. Well, mushrooms are like the number one. We gotta thing start from such the beginning. On this. It's on like pizza that isn't cheese and what? Mushrooms Mu- are not a food. Mushrooms oh. are not a food. They're literally like a take a that, growth. Emily. Fight that. And they fungus. are a food. And also, where there's not mushrooms on here, right? Are there? Yeah, I just ate one. There is. Oh. Um, I will agree. Of all these things, you're the most offended by mushrooms. There's green pepper and broccoli. I will on agree this that green pepper on pizza is disgusting. Any type of pepper, uh, like red pepper, Ugh. green pepper, yellow and orange, all bad. Not for pizza. Broccoli on pizza, no good. I'm not, it doesn't cook at the right. Like I won't eat this. I want you to know that. Okay, Emily, I ate it. It's but not it's fine. good. I I ate it just so I can have it inside of me, but. I don't like it. Okay, I'm going to eat it. I also ate it. As I said that, I realized it was rude and obnoxious. Here I go. (laughs) Yeah. I also ate it, but the green pepper being like not really cooked and just put on is really disgusting. That is an oversight. (laughs) The green peppers being like fresh, that's like salad pizza. Right. I don't, I personally don't like any vegetables on pizza ever. Mushrooms are good on pizza. Everybody knows that. So it's are just onions. True. No onions. No olives. Oh because my god, olives on pizza is so good. No, no, no because they're well, people wet. People just don't like olives. They're wet and juicy, and they yeah, I don't like that texture along with a pizza. 
What I just like about veggies on pizza is that I, I think every vegetable has such a strong taste, except cauliflower, which is tasteless. That's true. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to sit here and defend cauliflower. I have better shit to do. <laughs> Mushrooms are not a food. <laughs> I just like every every time there's any vegetable on pizza, that's all you taste. It like it takes away from the pizza. I want to enjoy the pizza. I agree with you to some extent that like having too many vegetables on pizza, you can't taste the sauce. I agree with that too. Yeah, but I still think mushrooms have a place on pizza. Me They're too. good. I just don't the type of mushroom that's on a pizza. I don't know what if like the different types of mushrooms or whatever, but they're always like the slimy, like gross. Right. Ones. So that's the mushrooms that were on this pizza are the basic, the most basic mushrooms. Right. They were. I also agree that I want like an up more upscale mushroom that's on my big, pizza. No, it doesn't have to do with the variety of the mushroom. It's the heat that the oven is when you put it in there, because you know if you cook mushrooms at a low temperature, they do contain a lot of Moisture. You said that earlier. Mush- oh no, you were saying olives are wet. Anyway, mushrooms are also wet. He they says all a- vegetables are wet. Fine, the- <laughs> and they're not food. But like, yeah, the mushrooms contain a lot of moisture. So when you cook them, what you want to do is get the pan or the oven that they're in as hot as possible, so that they crisp up and they brown. And if you have a slimy mushroom on your pizza, it is not the mushroom's fault. It's your fault. Can we eat another different one? Yeah, which because one's that next? one was yeah. so gross. I How about eat the a pineapple? Pineapple and ham. Why are you going to that one That's next? Fine. Okay. This has no cheese on it. It's also like a white pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I'm personally a fan of pineapple on pizza. I understand why it should be there, and I get why people might like it, but not for me. I fucking hate pineapple on pizza. <laughs> why? It's just like... The texture issues are weird. That burst of juice when you (laughs) bite into a a pineapple. Doesn't pair well with your milk. (laughs) It doesn't. A. B. It doesn't feel good in my mouth. (laughs) Um, Let's do this buffalo chicken pizza. This looks gross as hell. It also oh, it's appears- buffalo chicken. Yeah. Can't you see by the red, the orange? God, I don't yeah. know. Chicken does not belong in pasta or on pizza. What? <laughs> I have to swallow so I can yell at you. Ugh. Oh, gross. I don't like this. Mm-mm. That's a no. Wow. I have had good chicken on pizza at Two Boots, but that's a no. No. That's a lie. You did not have good chicken on pizza. Because it... <laughs> Isn't possible. All right, let's try more. We'll, we have a classic sausage and pepperoni, possibly. I see a piece of a pepperoni on it. This is good. I already ate some of this. It's like crumbly sausage. Mm-hmm. This is yummy. Oh man, remember? Isn't it called hamburger sometimes too? Like hamburger mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. This is great. All the like little pieces of sausage are like a little crispy, mm-hmm. and. It's like a little spicy. Mm-hmm. It's got that like um like that meat umami a little bit. It's like great. I don't know. I'm very satisfied with this. Yeah, this one I want to eat. All right, I'll allow it. <laughs> if you had to pick between sausage or pepperoni, is there a preference? I like both. I would take both. I think they're very different in like texture and taste. That you have both, and it's like good, not too much. But pepperoni on pizza is like the classic. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm just going to agree. Because like, especially, you know, when the pepperoni gets kind of curls up. Yes, and there's oil pooled in it. Oh, yeah, it is. The oil (laughs) pool. It's like a little swimming pool. Prince Street Pizza, I'm telling you, Prince Street Pizza, their pepperoni is like. I just, there's nothing more upsetting to me than the image of like a dangling piece of pizza with grease just like dripping (laughs) onto the ground. And that is what I imagine when I imagine that. Do like, you dab tiny... your pizza with, um, you know how people dab paper their towel. paper mm-hmm. towel? I, I always used to judge people who did that until I like stared at my reflection in a piece of pizza. <laughs> and I can't, you're just like, pizza should not be sliding down your throat with like no help from your esophagus. <laughs> That's an image. <laughs> Well, you need milk. Really milk. The milk is helping. The time we leave here, is this like your big plan, Matt? Is it just going to describe yeah. It's not going to work on me. <laughs> Let's quickly talk about pizza alternatives. Tostinos. Pizza rolls. No. 
Yay or nay? Pizza bagels are bust. That's it. Pizza bagels. You know what I like too? Bagel bites. French bread pizza. I don't know that. I've never had that. We is had Elio's like, as a kid. You know Elio's? That's a It's just a shitty. piece of French bread with like Yeah, you turn French bread. bread into pizza. Sounds good. You use the French bread as the sort of like boat that you make the pizza on. It's so good. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I would try it. That also seems more like an appetizer. Well, well, now you're actually making them smaller, bite size, whatever. But, I agree. Yeah. But it's pizza's still not an appetizer. Uh, last one, calzones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's a thing. Uh, I, think I like calzones. It's a, I had one in Chicago recently, and it was like, it, it tasted like a carnival calzone. Like, it had been deep fried to oblivion. In a bad way. Yeah. Like, I could have wrung it out like a wet dish rag. I like a calzone that's like, you got like, Maybe some ricotta in there. Like oh, they the go, they go like a little. They do like some more stuff that they can do. Yeah, with yeah. a calzone that's like different. But again, this is like lasagna land you're in now. Yeah, you're right. in lasagna land. I love lasagna yeah. land. I would live in lasagna. <laughs> land. You know what really stresses me out is when you go to a pizza place and then the waiter comes over and they're like, "By the way, we have great calzones," and you're like. Fuck, because I came here for pizza. Do I have to get a calzone now? Then you yes. get a calzone. Gonna fill me up, and like it's maybe gonna be satisfying, but probably not as good as the pizza. Calzone to share for the table is a good look, though. Like, oh, let's all share a calzone. Yeah, right. It's like a hot pocket, a but big like one, party size hot pocket, party yeah. size hot pocket. Yeah. Also, you can't like make a calzone yourself, which is kind of what's maybe sp- like. How do you, you can't? How do you make? You can't make a calzone. It's, I, it's why not would you that much. You know what you can make yourself? (laughs) You can't. You can't. DiGiorno's. No. Which is our last pizza. Oh, is that what we just, is that what I just ate? (laughs) You ate it and you had no idea. Yeah, I'm not, I think I kind of like tore it apart. It's not good. There's something in there that doesn't taste like other pizzas. And I don't know what it is. The preservatives. Uh. (laughs) And the fact that it was made probably months ago. Yeah, how old is that? I mean... And it was reheated. Like... It was frozen and then reheated. Home pizza to me is crazy just because ordering pizza is so easy. So it's like, why would I ever like DiGiorno when I could Domino's? Let's say the next baby step up. Like, we're not going... I mean, we're not even at pizza yet. We're at Domino's, like, or whatever. And I would also rather eat pizza bagel before DiGiorno. I prefer I think I prefer Tombstone to DiGiorno. I ate a pizza when I was younger my that came frozen that was called Elio's brand and it was you would put it in the um the uh, microwave oven. That was like why it was special because it was kind of like microwave oven pizza. You don't have to like deal with the real oven. And it was really good. Yeah. But also, you know, standards were low. <laughs> I think that's still the thing are. with frozen pizza. It's like what what do you expect? Yeah. It's That's like what it all translates to. That's the catchphrase of all frozen pizza. Best frozen pizza <laughs> is pizza you got that's really good and then you freeze it and eat it later. Exactly. All right. Well, this wasn't a debate exactly, but I I did win. And uh, <laughs> I appreciate you both trying. Um, where can people find each of you and, and your work? Uh, you can listen to the podcast Who Weekly. We don't talk about pizza, but, you Sadly. know, I feel like maybe we should since it's such a hot topic. Uh, and, you know, on Twitter, Lindsay Weber, E1B. And you can find me, I mean, I guess Instagram, E-M-O-S-L-Y, M-O-Fly. And also I edit at the New York Times, so the food and cooking stuff there. All right. I'll check them out. I've, I haven't seen any of their stuff. It's okay. It's yeah, like a regional paper. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Yeah. You should tell about the milk thing. Maybe they'll... Yeah. Ooh, Can yeah, I write a guest trend story. <laughs> Drink milk. <laughs> Drinking <laughs> milk. Uh, yeah, we'll do it. And then I'll, I'll shit my pants, but uh, it'll be fine. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, thank you, Emily and Lindsay. I'll see you next time. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Bye. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps the bad stuff go down. It's what makes 
all of it worth it. Barry, do you have a chaser this week? Obviously, I have a chaser this week. What is it? Obviously, it was going to see Harry Styles and Casey Musgrave with you. Yes. I think my favorite part was when we got there and didn't know how to get to the VIP section. And then no one believed that we were allowed to be there. And so it was full of obstacles, full of obstacles. But we got there. We drank that free alcohol. We danced our little butts off. And I uh, got kissed on the cheek by hairstyles three times in like the normal British way that they like. That's just like how they greet each other. Well, whatever. He tongued my throat. True. So. Not true. True. No, he didn't. But that is also my chaser. Of course it we is. Had so much fun. It was so fun. It was very uh, funny, though, getting into it because, yeah, we had these fancy stickers that were like, you can go anywhere you want. All access, baby. And nobody believed us. They were like, sure. OK, you want to go to the green room? OK. <laughs> you right this shit. way. Yeah. Um, but really, we just didn't know how to get there. Also, I think we didn't believe that we were allowed to be there. So <laughs> Also true. But I drank a lot of alcohol, and I danced my butt off, and he wore a beautiful bell-bottom suit. Oh, so beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. Amazing. Looked like Linda Evangelista. I consider it a success. And if you're wondering, yes! I did ask him to be on this podcast, and no, that's not the right way to ask someone to be on your podcast by cornering them backstage at their own concert. Please come on this podcast. If you're listening, Harold, please come on this podcast. That's it. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Josh Gwynn, Jenna Weiss-Berman, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Jonathan Menhivar, and Claire Ty. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Bellisai. You can also find me at Finkleberry Pie. Thanks to everyone who's found me, uh, even without me ever saying that. I read your DMs and I love you all. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. I have only ordered pizza, like, delivered to my apartment in New York once. In f- almost six years. What do you do when you have friends over? What do you do? I order actual food. Do you like have friends over? Ugh. Yeah. We order like seamless. We order like full meals. God. Not like appetizers. That's gross. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is like you have friends coming over. You like order pizza. Then you have to like, oh, uh, who wants what topping? And like, how do we divide up this like eight slice pizza? It's a it's mess. In it's slices. a mess. <laughs> It's pre-divided, literally. (laughs) That's how pizza works. No, fuck pizza.